the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe even in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on Facebook Live, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast. Second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM. Right here in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania as well. So thanks a lot for hanging with me. And, of course, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. If you're not new, you can say it with me. We start with Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays. That's today. And then Open Phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is uh, Theological Thursday, and we're talking today about the theology of complaining. The theology of complaining. Uh-huh. What do you think about that? How to navigate a complaining spirit and live with those who have one. Do you have somebody you live with and they have a complaining spirit? Are you a complainer or a grumbler and would today's show be worth it for you today if we gave you some ways to effectively handle complaining and complainers? Mm-hmm. How about that? Well, give me a call if you uh, want to complain. <laughs> give me a call if you uh, want to reveal that you are a complainer. Give me a call if you live with a complainer and you're thinking, how do I deal with this? I, I just can't deal with the complaining, the grumbling, the whining. Doc, I'm almost out. Well, whatever whatever you're dealing with, whatever you want to talk about on this topic, that is our assignment for the day. So my phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. And we'll try to give you some tips along the way on how you can handle complaining in your own spirit, but also uh, complainers. And how do, you, how do you gain the energy to be able to handle uh, the multitude of relationships that we have. So there you have it, uh, 888-43-BRIDGE. Go ahead and give me a call if you are a complainer or live with one, and maybe we'll see what God's Word has to say about it as well. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you. 
that uh, you help us in all of our areas of struggle. And some of us struggle with complaining and grumbling and using our mouth and our spirit, uh, even against you at times. So we ask for forgiveness, and we also ask for wisdom in Jesus' name. Together, all my listeners said what? Amen and amen. A couple other ways to get a hold of me, andersonspeaks.com, andersonspeaks.com, or go to my favorite website, embracegracism.com, and let me know uh, that you can uh, be a gracious along with me as we try to extend grace to everyone that God brings across our path. Now, again, today we are talking about complaining. What is complaining? Well, first of all, the definition of complaining is expressing dissatisfaction or annoyance about a state of affairs or an event. So you're, you're, you're expressing your dissatisfaction. Um, that's, that's what it is. I think we've all done that before. Uh, are there some rules around it? Is there somewhere where Scripture kind of helps us to deal with this? Well, a couple of Scriptures that just remind us that this is God's will, that we are not a complaining kind of a person. It says in Philippians 2, verses 14 through 15, Do everything without complaining or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe. God is saying, uh, do everything without complaining or arguing. So there you have it. Uh, For those of you writing down scriptures, Philippians chapter 2, verses 14 and 15. Go read that on your own. And then you can also read 1 Peter 4, 9. Listen to what it says. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. (laughs) Did you get it? Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. So if you take those two texts together, who among us doesn't need to repent? Who among us doesn't need to go to God and say, God, I'm so sorry. You said do everything without complaining and arguing. Oops. You said uh, offer hospitality and serve other people without grumbling. Oops. Anybody guilty? Just raise your hand in your car. Raise your hand in your kitchen, wherever you are. Just say, yes, Lord, I'm guilty. And I ask you not only to forgive me, but give me wisdom uh, from the word of God today. All right. Let me give you the number. I'm going to go to the phone lines. If you want to call me, now is the time uh, to get in while I have open lines. Here's the number. 888-432-7434. All right. Let's kick the show off in Bethesda, Maryland with Aridia, who's on the line. Hello, Aridia. Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. What are you thinking today? Well, I have to confess, my niece called me a complainer this morning, and I think she's right because you're talking about the same thing that happened to me this morning. Oh, wow. Confirmation. What? Yeah, well, I am a complainer and a normal way because it's you in my house and you stay in the house all day long. You Mm -hmm. don't do nothing but watch TV and I walk in and the house is dirty, the bathroom is dirty. Mm -hmm. What should I, should I complain? Well, here's a question. Is it complaining or is it directing? In other words... No, uh, it's it's directing. I say, this bathroom needs to be clean. What mm -hmm. have you been doing the whole day here today? So here's the thing. If Very you, nicely. If you can move from complaining to directing or from complaining to um, goal setting, in other words, get agreement. Uh, so uh-huh. if, if you say, hey, listen, today I want you to clean the bathrooms, then you come home, now, and the bathrooms aren't clean, now you're confronting them for something they did not do. 
But if you were expecting, ah. if you're expecting them to do it, but you don't tell them, then they're going to be watching TV and not thinking anything's wrong. And then you come home and start talking about it. That's going to come off as complaining to them. Do you understand? Yes. She called me. I see, Auntie, you complain too much. Mm-hmm. Yes. So go so from. So I am guilty. Well, that's okay. But you learn something. Go from complaining to directing. Or agreement. Get agreement on what they're going to do. So then when you come home, you can praise them for doing it. And if they don't do it, then you can uh, confront them for not doing it. But now you're not complaining. You're directing. What do you think about that? So should I do like I used to do with my children? I've made them a list what they need to do and put in the refrigerator? Absolutely. But get agreement on it. Say, okay, what things are you going to agree to do? I'm going to put the list on the refrigerator. And by the time it's 5 o'clock, I want these to be done. Do you agree with that? If they say, yes, I agree, uh, now you have agreement. So there's nothing to complain over. Later, it's either going to be a confrontation because they didn't do it, or it's going to be praise because they did do it. So it's a much better way to go. What do you think about that? Oh, my God, yes. I love to talk to you because I, I was, my heart was heavy. Well, now. I was calling a complainant, well, and I thought go. that I was right. Well, there you go. Now you're good to go. God bless you. Thanks for listening. That's Aridia. She was in Bethesda. What about you? Give me a call. Triple eight four three bridge. Have you been hurt? cheated on, lied to, or unfairly treated by others? Do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace? Then you have to purchase my brand new book, I For Grace You. In bookstores now and on Amazon.com, I For Grace You, doing good to those who've hurt you. You will be freed from anger, bitterness, resentment, and guilt. I For Grace You by Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Go to Amazon.com. I For Grace You. Get freed up today. tired of living in that smelly basement let me tell you something amber and i had some basement issues we called best buy waterproofing they came and they helped us out if you have mold mildew cracks blistered paint in your walls or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com they have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate 500 dollars to my show if you end up doing business with them but most of all Get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Real Talk with Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. Real Talk with Dr. Anderson on Facebook. Join the group today. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. 
To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I'm back. The theology of complaining. How to navigate complaining, a complaining spirit, or live with someone who has one. What are some effective ways to handle complaining or complainers? That's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to give you my number, and then I'm going right back to the phone lines. I've already given you a couple passages, and I'll read those again throughout the hour. But let me uh, give you the number, 888-432-7434. What do you complain about most? What are some effective ways of handling complaining or complainers? Give me a call, 888 bridge. All right, let's go to Laurel, Maryland and talk to Tiffany, who's on the line. Hi, Tiffany. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for calling. I'm doing great. So what are you thinking? So I actually have a relative that is currently residing with me temporarily. Actually, it's been for a few months. Okay. And this person happens to be a complainer. Okay. And I have been listening to the complaints of this person for quite some time Mm -hmm. but the issue is while this person is um, steadily complaining Mm -hmm. uh, there is no effort to make any changes um, in regards to what they are complaining about and I have tried my very best to provide some um, guidance or Mm -hmm. you know advice as to what they can do or should be doing to change their situation however Mm -hmm falling on deaf ears right and this is a relative so it's harder for me to just you know walk away and right. say, hey deal with it on your own right or you know help that continuously having to help that person has become daunting that's on right myself. that's so I'm, right. I'm wondering what i can do or what steps i could take or say um to no longer be um, annoyed, <laughs> right? Or left by the complaining. It's it's a great question. It happens all the time. People end up being sappers in our life with an S, a sapper, which means they complain so much that they literally drain the energy out of us, and we find ourselves trying to avoid them because it pulls the energy out of us. We need some zappers in our life. That's with the Z. People who zap you with energy. When you interact with them, you're happy to see them. It gives you energy when you've left them. And so one of the things that you can do, I'll give you two things, but one of the things you can do is make sure you have some more zappers in your life with the Z, Tiffany. That's one thing because that will give you some more energy. And then two, limit the number of sappers or the time that you are with sappers. So if this person is a relative and they live with you, uh, you can still limit some of your time with them by the room you go to. But then how do you deal with them when you're talking to them? So they're complaining, they're complaining, they're complaining. Um, what you could do is ask them the question, hey, listen, are you looking for a solution or for my response, or do you really just want me to listen uh, as you uh, complain? And that will at least let them know that they ought to think about what they're saying, and they can reflect back to you what they want. They may just want you to listen because they haven't had anybody to talk to all day long. 
All right. And so that helps, you know, I'm not even going to get into the problem solving side of it. I'm not going to use my energy to try to tell them what to do to fix it because they're not interested in fixing it. You see, some people complain and grumble and they actually don't want to fix the problem because if they ever fixed the problem, then they wouldn't have that to complain about anymore. Right. You know what I'm okay. saying? So what do you think about yeah. that? Limiting your time with them, and then when you are talking to them, clarifying what they want you to do in the situation. You want me to just sit and listen? Uh, I can be a listening ear. Uh, or are you looking for a solution? Are you with me? Yes, I am, definitely. Thank you so much for the feedback. I appreciate it. You're I'll definitely put that into practice. Excellent, Tiffany. Thanks for hanging with me. And uh, it's true, there are three kinds of complainers. Let me tell you what they are, but let me give you the number in case you want to give me a call. Maybe you're one of them. Maybe you live with one of them. Uh, the, the number here is 888-432-7434, 888-43-BRIDGE. Joining us, we're talking about the theology of complaining, how to navigate com a complaining spirit, or live with those who have one. And what are some effective ways to deal with complaining or complainers? Now, before I talk to you about the three kinds of complainers, uh, remember the two scriptures I gave you at the top of the hour. Uh, do everything without complaining and arguing. That's Philippians 2, verses 14 and 15. You can read the whole context there. And also 1 Peter 4, 9, which says, Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. So, what kind of complainers do we have? First of all, complainer number one, grumblers. These are the ones that have an ongoing chronic uh, spirit of complaining, like uh, our last caller talked about living with a relative. These are the ones they never seem to be satisfied. They are chronic complainers, and they keep the story going. What I mean is they're talking about it now, and then something else will happen, uh, and then um, like you're driving in the car to church. They're talking about it on the way to church. You go to church, experience church, you get back in the car, and they pick the story up right where they left off. I mean, grumblers just kind of keep the rumble going, all right? And so uh, one of the things I think is important to understand is some people have the file open on their computer, and they never uh, get out of it. They never hit the X up in there in the corner there. Uh, sometimes they may minimize it so they can have dinner or church or whatever, and then they open it back up again, and they're more comfortable grumbling than they are goal setting. So what do you do with someone who's wired their brain to such a degree that their default pattern is grumbling and complaining? That's the first of three kinds of complainers. I'm going to help you get through some of this, but right now I want to make sure to take uh, some more phone calls, but I still hope you're following me throughout the show so you can get down these scriptures and these tips and these kinds of complainers and how to deal with each of them. 888-432-7434. That is my number. If you want to call me, I have a couple of open lines. Let's go to Fort Washington, Maryland now and talk to Roy, who's on the line. Hi, Roy. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hey, good, Dr. Anderson. You know what? I, and I think you just answered my question with the last caller. Mm -hmm. You know, because, you know, when, uh, specifically when I'm with my wife and we're in the car and, and, she, and she makes a statement. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I'm when you make a statement, I'm kind of opinionated. And then she would call me a complainer, but I, now I got it. You know, she's actually complaining, and mm -hmm. we, and I think my role now is not to say nothing. <laughs> you know, and you know, not that, not that when you said uh -huh. that when you answered the last call, the light okay, went on. I'm not. I, I'm. 
Yeah, so that was that. That's my role now, because I, I'm like, wait a minute, what is she talking about? And I want to, you know, kind of correct her, but then I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, now I know. Now, yeah, she's complaining, but not say anything. Right. So you just give verbal clues, like, mm, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just give yeah, her verbal clues. Now, now verbal I know clues. to leave it alone, even though I might have an expert opinion, but just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. God bless you, Roy. Thanks a lot. Triple eight four three Bridge Lavon. I believe I've got the name right. Is on the line from Washington D.C. Hi, Lavon. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? Fine. Thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Did I say your name correctly, sir? Yes, you did. All yes, right. Did. God bless you, man. Tell me what you're thinking today. Well, what I'm thinking, I have a friend who complains all the time. Mm-hmm. He complains so bad. Uh, I'll give you two examples. His doctor asked him not to come back to him again. Why? He complained so bad. Are you serious? Because he complains. He calls. Yes. He <laughs> complains that this hurts, this hurts. Call and text the doctor 24-7. The doctor <laughs> asked him not to come back again. Wow, that's messed that's up. That's the first instance. That's messed up. Yeah. Second second instance, he bought a dog. Okay. He complained about the dog. Then the dog barks too much. Mm-hmm. My goodness, it's a dog. It's a dog. Mm-mm-mm. I had to stop my friendship with him because I just got tired of Hearing the complaints. Mm, does he know why you? Of it. Does he know why you paused your friendship with him? No, he doesn't. Uh-huh. He should by now. Uh, well, because I'm just, I'm just tired. Everything, every day is a complaint. <laughs> See, that's why I have my show, so y'all can come on and just get that steam out. Sometimes you got to get the steam out. But Levon, just be ready uh, when you react, when you interact with him again. Just be ready to maybe, if he asks you, "Where you been, man? What you been doing?" Say, so, you know what, brother, I love you to death, but I just got wore out. You, you wore me out with your complaining. I just need, yeah. I just needed a break. Can you talk to him like that, or you can't? Yeah, I just talked to him like that, but it doesn't do any good because I told him this. Mm. He'll complain if the sun come. He'll complain if the sun go come up too early. <laughs> now that's hilarious. Oh my God, he is mad. Oh Lord, I'm telling you, you just don't know. And oh. I try to hold our friendship because we're from the same hometown. Right. And he doesn't have many friends. He's retired. He sits home and look at the four walls. He thought the dog would be the solution, but the dog wasn't the solution. He complained on the dog and gave the dog back. Oh, wow. Even the, man, even the dog left? Come on, man. Hey, look, LeVon, this, <laughs> this is what I want you to do. Just remember, he's getting older, and so sometimes people get older, they, they talk more. So to handle what you can, but that's why I said, you know, you, sometimes you got to limit your time with people who sap you, and it sounds like you've done that with him. So that's good. Get you, give you, have, give yourself have. a break, LeVon. You're doing the right thing for now. Okay. All right. All right, my brother. Okay. Take care. Thank you so much. My pleasure. 888-432-7434. Even the dog left. The doctor said, don't call me. Wow. And the dog said, bow, wow, wow. Yippee, yo, yippee. I got to get out of here. But listen, this is the thing, though. People do drain us. And so it's important for you to limit your, uh, you know, your interaction, but also add interaction from zappers with a Z, people who pour life into you, people who you get a fresh spark 
uh, from them when you talk to them. Uh, you feel energized. You feel inspired. Uh, you need to get some of those people in your life. And you need to also understand that you may be a sapper with an S in somebody else's life. Maybe you drain them, you know, so they may have to limit their interaction with you. Uh, remember, it's not always easy to have relationships with people, but part of having relationships sometimes is being honest with them. And other times just saying, you know, straight up, our season for now is done or adding other people because, you know, the happy hour ain't so happy anymore. It used to be a happy hour, but now it's really just a complaining hour. I'm no longer your friend. I'm your dumpster. And so there's a difference between being a friend and a dumpster. There's a difference between being a spouse and a dumpster. And uh, marriage is not defined in the scriptures by some other person that are so committed to me that they have to listen to me dump on them all day long. That is not the picture of a healthy marriage. That's a picture of someone who is placing on another human being way more uh, than they need to carry. You might need a counselor that you can uh, dump some of your stuff on so that your spouse can survive, so that your family member can survive, so that your friend can survive. Listen, I'm coming right back, and as soon as I do, I'm coming to Germantown, Maryland, in Burke, Virginia. I want to come to you, so if you want to grab this open line, now's the time to do it, doing the commercial. 888-432-7434. How many of us have never heard of Kazakhstan, Tajikistan, or Uzbekistan? Probably most of you have heard of those names, but they're certainly not the easiest countries to find on a map. But taking the gospel of Christ to the uttermost parts of the world must include these places as well, right? Well, the great news is that Trans World Radio, TWR, has an unprecedented opportunity to place a powerful new AM transmitter right in the middle of Central Asia. And its Silk Road transmitter will be carrying the good news of Jesus Christ to 60 million people in 10 different countries. And most of these people have never heard the name of Jesus. Radio can go where missionaries cannot. And that's why your gift of $100, $200, $500, or whatever you can afford is needed right now to help us reach our goal of fully funding TWR's Silk Road Transmitter. Now, the number to call with your gift of any amount is 1-800-880-4897. That's 800-880-4TWR. Or you can give online at WAVA.com. How would you like to renovate your entire home without having to open your checkbook or liquidate your 401k? Hey everyone, this is Brian. And this is Mike of Fellowship Home Loans. Get that kitchen you've always wanted. Renovate that master bedroom without going broke. And create the dream house you've always wanted and actually make money while doing it. In some cases, you can actually have a six-month break in making your mortgage payment. As a direct lender, we will hold your hand through every step of the way and make your dream house a reality. If you want to find out more about whether or not you qualify for a 203K loan, call us today at 800-804-SAVE or visit fellowshiphomeloans.com. That's 800-804-SAVE or fellowshiphomeloans.com. Fellowship Home Loans, mortgage lending guided by Christian principles. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134. RN News. What happened? You used to go hours without visiting the bathroom. Now it seems like you're constantly getting up to go, and you're even getting up at night to go. 
This is not okay. Listen, the makers of Super Beta Prostate, the number one prostate formula, are introducing a new wonder pill, Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced, with three key ingredients that are great for your prostate. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. To celebrate, we're sending free bottles to men who want to cut down on bathroom trips. Yes, your first 30-day supply is free. Pay shipping and handling. Call 1-800-257-5387. Early research suggests that an ingredient in P3 Advanced may help support a normal prostate size. Combine that with a reduction in bathroom trips, and you have a formula you'd be crazy not to try. Get P3 Advanced free. Call 1-800-257-5387. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the theology of complaining, how to navigate a complaining spirit or live with those who have one. What are some effective ways to help you deal with complaining or complainers? Maybe you're one of them, uh, or maybe you live with somebody who is or work with someone who is. How do you navigate all that so you don't end up just losing the relationship. Well, so far we said there are three kinds of complainers. Grumblers is the first one. Here's the second one, gripers. Gripers, they uh, they just vent uh, periodically, but when they vent, it just comes out everywhere and people get sideswiped or side griped, if you will. Uh, and these folk, when they are venting, they just feel free to let everything out. But what we learned from research is that complaining can actually damage one's mood and dampen one's mood, rather. Uh, and, it, and the research shows that the pe- person listening to the complaining uh, doesn't have a better mood after it's over. And the people who are complaining, uh, they also do not have a better mood uh, after the complaining. And so it's important to understand that complaining uh, can actually dampen one's mood and one's relationships. We said the three kinds I've given you two, grumblers who just carry it on. It's a rumble. The story keeps going. And then gripers, they vent out their complaining. Now, let me give you one tip here before I go back to the phone lines, and that is this. If you have a safe friend or a safe group of friends where you say, can I have a pity party here? Can I just complain for a minute? That's okay. We all need that, and it's all right to take a break and to let someone say, you know what? You can be unedited let it out. That's even healthy, all right? But, again, if those friends become your every single happy hour uh, complaining ground, then they know it's no longer uh, a, a short pity party. Now it's just become an ongoing thing, and now there's no longer it's no longer happy hour. It's unhappy hour because every time you come, you bring the party down. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so a periodic, can I have a pity party, and then I'm going to wipe myself clean here with my eyes crying or whatever, and I'm going to – uh, get up from this and now set goals and and change things you're good uh, we're talking about people who are grumbling and griping and it goes on and on and on and we learned from our lesson earlier from the scriptures do everything without complaining or arguing philippians uh, chapter uh, 2 verse 14 and then first uh, peter 4 9 offer hospitality without grumbling all right my number triple eight four three bridge Let's go to Linda in Burke, Virginia. Hi, Linda. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? 
Oh, pretty good, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Well, I I think I'm a complainer, but my husband says I'm not, so that's a good thing. But oh, I've got it. a lot of health problems that have really all hit me at once in the past year. Mm-hmm. And they're all just like physical problems. It's not like something like cancer, but it's like I have a problem with my knee because I fell over a baby gate and smashed it with my whole right. weight. Okay. <laughs> and then I have varicose veins that need to be removed. Right, right. <laughs> the same leg. Okay. And I fell down some stairs and injured my shoulder, so I'm waiting for a shoulder partial replacement in February. Mm-hmm. So then... So I'm in... Oh, what, go ahead. So then is your question, when I have all these things, how can I not complain? Exactly, because I'm in pain so much of the time, and then I, I don't want to complain, but then I have um, two grandchildren, one's two and the other one's eight months. Okay. And before all this happened and the baby was born, I was planning to babysit him, but now I can't. And his other mother-in-law is taking care of the mother-in-law is taking yeah. care of him. And gotcha. I feel guilt and I feel... Yeah. Uh, well, let me give you a couple things to help you navigate this. And these are some, uh, uh, some practical applications, some guidance that will help you manage the complaining uh, that I was going to give a little bit later, but I'm going to start giving it to you now. And this, this is uh, three things I think that you can do. One, focus on goodness. Two, focus on gratitude. And three, focus on grievance success strategies. And I'm going to talk about that later, so just put a pin in that one. But goodness and gratitude, you get that one immediately. That means, uh, you know, for instance, when my mom uh, hurt herself, and when I asked her how she hurt herself, she told me, but while she was telling me, she gave all this praise about what she didn't hurt, what she didn't break, uh, the people that were there to help her. Uh, she was focusing on goodness, on gratefulness. So goodness means what's good here? How is God good even in this? Yeah. So focus on that. And then gratitude. What can I be grateful for even in the midst of this? Yeah, I fell down and, and maybe bruised myself, but thank God I didn't break any bones. Or thank God somebody was there to help me. So what will help combat the complaining is, yeah, I don't like these uh, varicose veins, but thank God I have legs that I can walk in. And I can cover them up so, you know, everybody doesn't have to see them. You know, thank God for that. And so just focus on what's good here and what I can be grateful for and start verbalizing that more than verbalizing the negative. And mm-hmm. I think that would be helpful to you. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah, I think that's great because, yeah, I, I am really fortunate. I mean, I'm, I'm, I always say I'm the happiest of my life in a way right now because mm-hmm. I have the healthy grandkids and there you you know, go. great husband and everything. But I'm just, I just feel like I'm complaining because I'm not able to do the things. And I, I don't want to talk about them, but then yeah. I feel like if I don't mention them, I have a son that's very gregarious and yeah. outgoing, and well, just he t- doesn't like just, he take no excuses. He well, just make sure you know? turn just make sure you turn the t- turn the page. So, like you just did, yes, you know you have these things, but then you start being thankful for something. So turn the page so it always ends with a positive. So even if you do say, you know, this is what's going on that's wrong, then say, but thank God that I have X, Y, and Z. You got to balance it, and I think if you focus on mm-hmm. making sure the ending of your statement is a praise, I think that's going to start helping mm-hmm. you, okay? Okay. All right, Linda. I there's probably a lot of people out there dealing with pain. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Not just you. There's so many others, so that's why I'm so glad you called. Uh, that's Linda from Burke, Virginia. I'm David Anderson. I'm coming back in three minutes, and I'm going to Germantown. I want to come to you, so make sure you give me a call now.
Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Okay. They are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's I'm back. Are you a grumbler? A griper? Well, we're talking about complaining today. Three kinds of complainers. Grumblers, they keep it going. Gripers, they vent periodically and they kind of explode in a way. And the last one is grievance bearers. The scripture teaches us that we are supposed to bear one another's grievances. But it says in that same passage, Colossians 3.13, forgive whatever grievances you have against one another forgive as the lord forgave you and so grievances are these things that we have against other people and this causes us uh, to complain and to grumble because we have grievances but if we, if we if we forgive those grievances guess what it does it not only releases them but it heals us how do i know it because the core word for grievances really is dealing with grief 
All right. So when I forgive a grievance, I'm also healing my own grief. And so it's a, it's a, it's a positive twofold benefit. And so what's important as a grievance bearer is I want to be a constructive complainer. That's what grievance bearing is. It's constructive complaining. Okay. I'm going to forgive the grievances, which means we may have to talk about those grievances, but then I'm going to forgive and we're going to come to agreement. Now the goal has been reached. There's no need to talk about it anymore. So uh, there you have it. That's Colossians 3.13. Let's go back to the phone lines now and go to Germantown, Maryland, where Veronica's on the line. Hi, Veronica. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Let's go back to the phone lines. Turn your uh, radio down, please, Veronica. Where Veronica's on the line. Good afternoon, Dr. Anderson. Hi, Veronica. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? I am calling for some advice because I um, I am a Christian. I'm a believer, and I try to surround myself with good, positive people. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this instance, I have a family member that... Um, I consider a, a complainer because every time I ask, hi, how are you doing? How's everything going? There's always um, something that's going on with this person's health. Okay. Um, she, she's always, there's always something wrong. Mm-hmm. And she's also a Christian. Okay. And she is a wonderful woman and she mm-hmm. prays for other people and she's serviceable and she's right. kind. But she has this, I think it's like a mental illness where she's always complaining. Mm. And I just don't know what to do anymore because I've tried every single thing that I could, like telling her, hey, maybe you need to get away. I just think that you need more more me time. You should consider, um, you know, being more happy. I think that would really help your health. Right. Um, but you and, know that she doesn't want. You know that she doesn't want yeah. your uh, solutions or your recommendations, right? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's the thing: you keep offering it, and she keeps complaining about the same thing. You offer it some more; she complains about the same thing. What is that telling you? It's telling you she really is not looking for a solution. She's looking for an ear, a shoulder. All right, so you're the ear that's going to listen to her complaining because nobody else wants to listen to it. And you're the shoulder uh, to lean on until you leave, and then she's going to lean on somebody else's shoulder or bend somebody else's ear. So the question is, can you, A, limit your time with her, and B, increase your time with other people that breathe life and energy into you so then when you do go spend time with her, you can actually handle it. You can take it because you've prepared yourself. You have enough energy for it. You already know when you ask her, how are you doing? You already know what she's going to say. So be ready to just listen and listen and listen and give feedback like, hmm, really? Wow. Okay, great. It was so good being with you. Got to go. Literally, that's what you're going to have to do. So what if, um, what if you, like, for example, everything that she complains about, she goes out and does something um, health-wise. Like, um, she's gotten so many surgeries. It's like, it's always something different at the doctor, a different yeah. medicine, a different something. But you can't save so, her. Does she live with you? No. Are you responsible for her health? 
No. All right. So why are you taking on trying to save her from herself? I guess I just um, I just feel bad. Mm-hmm. So, so you've taken this I on as a want to rescue her. exactly. You've taken it on as a project to rescue her, and look what it's doing to you. Um, she hasn't asked you to rescue her. Um, I don't think she has. Now, maybe she has. Has she said, what can I do about this? Please help me with this. I really want to get this right. Has she said that to you? No, she has not. So you've become the self-appointed savior for her because she didn't appoint you. Right. Right? Right. So right. You, can, you can fire yourself now, and it'd be okay. <laughs> you can fire yourself <laughs> from being the rescuer and just say, you know what? Instead of rescuing her, I'm going to get other energy from other people, and then I'm going to minister to her by going to her, listening to her, and just ministering to her. And then I'm going to leave, and I'm going to leave it there, and I'm going to go back to my life and do the other things that, that I want to do to breathe life into myself. So you're a minister now, not a rescuer. You see the difference? Yes, sir. Okay, is that helpful? Sounds good. Thank you so much. It is very helpful. Thank you for your advice. You got it. Thanks a lot, uh, Miss Veronica. That's why we call it Real Talk. I want to give it to you kindly but straight at the same time. I really think that uh, she loves you and you can be a real minister to her, but it's going to wear you out if you keep trying to rescue her and she's not really wanting to be rescued. She just kind of wants you to be down there in the pit with her. All right, and it looks like it's working. But now we're going to change that. You're going to fire yourself from being a rescuer, and now you're going to hire yourself as being a minister. All right? I'm sure that's a word for several people, not just uh, you, uh, Veronica. All right, let's go to Sandra in Silver Spring, Maryland. Hi, Sandra. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Sandra. Hello, Dr. Anderson. Hi. Thanks Hello. for calling. Hello. What are you thinking today? Well, I have an issue with my husband. Um, he's always complaining, and I feel like I should be the one complaining because <laughs> I got married um, in 2012, and shortly after my husband, um, we got married. He got sick. He um, he had um, he has kidney failure, and he's now on a machine. Mm -hmm. And he had a whole bunch of issues that I was not aware of. Mm -hmm. And so um, to say that. I have, um, there has been no intimacy. My husband is right. unable to perform. Okay. So I have not had any sexual encounters with my husband whatsoever. He doesn't touch me. He doesn't kiss me. Mm. But yet he has the right to complain. I think, mm. you know, I should be the one complaining. Right. I'm the one that's <laughs> suffering. And we're both Christians. I'm right. I'm baptized with the Holy Ghost. Right, right. Mm. All right. So, so here's the issue. You've said it. Uh, I'm kind of resentful. Let me, let me just say this and tell me if, I, if, if I'm getting it right. You're kind of resentful because, A, your needs are not being met. B, you're there to serve him. And C, he's still complaining. Why you get to complain when right, I should absolutely. be the one to complain? Right? Absolutely. And I go to church by myself. He doesn't go to church with me. Mm -hmm. I go by myself. Yeah. So um, this is what you're yeah. going to... This is what you're going to need to do. Unfortunately, I've got to run uh, to my break, but I want you to um, listen because when I get back, Sandra, from the break, you listen over the air, I'll give you a couple of thoughts. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
folks, as we're now in the exciting month of December and the upcoming celebration of the birth of our Lord, I think it's a perfect time to invite you to join us in our December radio campaign with TWR, Trans World Radio, as together we join TWR in placing a powerful new AM transmitter right in the middle of Central Asia, along what's long been known as the ancient Silk Road where it will cross the borders of 10 different nations and speak to some 60 million people carrying the good news of the gospel to places where Christianity is often forbidden. Your gift right now of $100, $200, $500, or any amount you can give is going to make a big difference in helping fully fund the Silk Road radio transmitter when you call 800-880-4TWR. That's 800-880-4TWR, 800-880-4897. That's 800-880-4897. Or you can give online at WABA.com. This is John MacArthur. Join me for today's Portraits of Grace. After World War II, the United Nations was created to promote world peace. But since its inception in 1945, there has not been a single day of complete global peace. That's a sad commentary on man's inability to make peace, isn't it? In fact, someone once quipped that Washington, D.C. has so many peace monuments because officials build one after every war. Well, in the future, Jesus will return to establish a kingdom of peace that will usher us into an eternal age of peace. In the meantime, he uses believers to proclaim the gospel of peace to a spiritually war-torn society. I pray you'll be a faithful ambassador of the gospel of peace. This is John MacArthur encouraging you to live as portraits of grace. And now, your Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. There is an inseparable link between receiving God's forgiveness in our life and our willingness to forgive other people. And Paul said it positively in Ephesians 4.32. He said, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ has forgiven you. Jesus said it negatively. Matthew 6, verses 14 and 15. For if you forgive men for their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men, then your Father will not forgive your transgressions. Could it be any more plain than that? Pathway Minute is produced by Pathway to Victory. To access the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit Andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's Andersonspeaks.com. 
And I always appreciate and I'm very grateful for your prayers and your support. You can always go to Embrace Gracism and uh, send a gift that way, EmbraceGracism.com, and I really appreciate it. Now, today we are talking about and have been talking about complaining. And uh, my last caller right before the break was saying, you know, their hu- husband uh, has a, a physical ailment and they can't perform uh, intimacy and she goes to church alone and and yet he's the one complaining what do you do with that well a couple of things first of all uh, if you can find a counselor to talk to I think it'd be very very important Sandra to do that because you've got to get this out even beyond uh, a radio f- a phone call with me but you got to get it out so you can find out ways of coping with what you're dealing with because you are dealing with something that can put you in a in a vulnerable category and in a vulnerable place where you yourself can be tempted and also uh, be so resentful that you do something that you would regret. So I think that that's important to have a uh, a safe place to let this out and to develop some coping uh, techniques and skills to help you deal with the loneliness as well as with um, your own resentment. And then, of course, for him, uh, one of the ways to manage that is to let him know that his complaining is wearing on you. I think that's important. My guess is you've already done that, but I would remind you that, uh, you know, telling him again to say, hey, listen, uh, do you want me to just sit here and listen or are you looking for a solution? Because I have some issues and some problems, too. Can, can I share some of mine? Uh, could this be a mutual sharing here? But I think it's important for him to realize the impact it has on you. Because sometimes when people are caregivers, they don't share their pain because they're too busy caring for the other person. But the other person needs to still know how to manage their behavior, even in their sickness. Their sickness does not give them uh, a license to uh, be uh, ungodly. Did you hear that? Uh, one sickness does not give somebody the the license to be ungodly. All right, just because you're sick, just because you're tired, still doesn't. There's no scripture verse that says so. Therefore, you can curse people out. Therefore, you can complain and argue uh, because you know you're sick and tired. It, it's not in the scripture. I just thought I'd let you know in case y'all were looking <laughs> for that Bible verse. It's not in there. All right, so uh, hopefully this is helpful to you, uh, Sandra, and for the rest of you. It was so good. Uh, connecting with you on a topic that I think is important for all of us as believers, just to remember God doesn't want us to complain or argue or grumble. Uh, We can have a little pity party with some friends that are safe and unedited and then uh, get up and get moving again. And Philippians 2.14 says, do everything without complaining or arguing. So go ahead and focus on that, which is positive. And if there is a complaint that you really do need to make, then make sure it's the best kind of complaint that has a strategy to finding a solution. I hope that's helpful to you. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you can give us a spirit of joy and peace and contentment. Help us, Lord, for those areas where we are uh, feeling negative. Help us to address those areas and also put those areas to rest with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Together, everyone said, amen and amen. Help your children. Don't let them fall by the side. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.